This is the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I'm your host, Kat Bean Hansen. Welcome. We're glad you're here. This week's message was originally given on May 15th, 2022. Our coordinator of children's religious education, Kate Dembinski-Flynn, delivers a message called Myth-Making, Myth-Breaking. Good morning, my beloved Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. It is I, Kate Dembinski-Flynn, your trusty CCRE, and I have been called upon and entrusted with supplying your pulpit this morning. I wanted to make certain that I took this opportunity to clearly communicate just how grateful I am for all of you who have already jumped in and extended offers to help me and our fledgling children's religious education or CRE program. I would like to give a particularly intense thank you to everyone who assisted with putting on our welcome back birthday bash, the Easter egg hunt, and most recently, the absolutely fabulous Beltane celebrations. My and our CRE tires are still finding their traction, but in a very short amount of time, our collective efforts have already paid dividends. Thank you for your contributions of time, effort, cake, ice cream, candy, there's a lot of sugar in this list, art supplies, patience, and love. I see you and I appreciate you. Because I am a weirdly intense turbo nerd who studied theology in undergrad, I would like to begin my sermon in the same way I began my time at the CVUU, by sharing my philosophy of children's religious education. In my early days, I wrote, I have three tenets that will define and guide my philosophy of CRE. Firstly, children are radically welcome here in all of their glorious, chaotic messiness. Secondly, we must value and put into practice what our children actually want and need from their religious education experiences, specifically within our Unitarian Universalist context. Thirdly, children are people and they are not stupid or less than, and we shall never speak to or treat them like they are. These principles will form the foundation of my religious educational philosophy, and my actions will reflect these deeply and sincerely held beliefs. These ideals will, these ideas will undoubtedly create conflict with those who believe otherwise, but that's okay. Those people can be wrong and then decide how to act when presented with a better way. I am ultimately not here to please them. I am here to religiously educate this community's children. So any feedback that falls outside the scope of the above guidelines are by my account chaff, and I am only interested in, and frankly only have the limited time and energy for, harvesting wheat. In preparation for this message, I reached out to my hashtag mom friends and asked for their expert children's religious education opinions. I received a ton of excellent and practical feedback, and I am genuinely excited to get to share their 
feedback with you today. My friend Catherine replied, don't always expect moms to do all of the children's programming. We are already exhausted and would occasionally like to sit down and get some spiritual food while someone else watches our children. Children need to be welcomed, period. That means they will be disruptive because they are children. If you don't allow children to leap loudly and exuberantly off of the communion rail after they have taken the Eucharist because it allegedly disturbs the adults who are quietly contemplating, then why would said kids grow up to commit to your church? Angela said, we do not need to hear. Cherish every moment. You'll wish these days lasted longer. It goes so fast. Isn't motherhood wonderful? You look tired. What I would like to hear. Here's $15 for, a, for the coffee shop and I'll babysit for an afternoon. Can I order Chipotle for your family tonight? You sit and I'll run after him for a bit. At a bare minimum, there either needs to be free childcare at every church event or everyone needs to be okay with a child screaming the entire time. I wish those who say, well, it was hard for me, but I got through it so you can too, would change it to, it was hard for me, so I want to help make it easier for you so you don't have to go through it the way I did. Parenthood does not need to and should not be an initiation ritual, hazing, or trial by fire. Another friend responded with this small but significant parable. I arrived at church on Sunday without my spouse and I needed to use the bathroom. I was relieved that a friend was there and I could ask her to watch Titus, my 18 month old. So I didn't have to try to keep him from licking the bathroom floor or something else gross. It was a need I had as a mom at church, and I am so grateful someone was there who was willing to help me. Many of the parents I've spoken to in this community have echoed my friend's concerns. I have heard repeatedly that they feel constantly overwhelmed by parenthood as a default and supplying thankless unpaid labor to our CRE program while simultaneously being criticized for said programming has almost completely obliterated their desire to continue investing and participating in our community. The crux of the CVUU CRE problem seems to be a long-term culture of critique combined with a chronic lack of support. Religious education for children at the CVUU has been challenging for decades. And the fact of the matter is that parenting in the year of our Lord, 2022, Amen, is fundamentally different than it was 10, 20, or 30 years ago. Instead of telling parents what it used to be like, we must instead listen when they tell us what it's like and what kind of support they need today. I would like to quote somewhat extensively from someone you might know, the very Reverend Emma Peterson, and her 2021 Mother's Day sermon, the CVUU is meant to be a community, a collective committed to our vision, working together to grow, nurture, and sustain what we are building together. And that requires us to identify our priorities, especially as we begin to return to our building. Psych, Emma, it wasn't going to be for another year that we came back. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Oh. It requires us to examine the ways that we have belittled mothers within our congregation 
and the ways we have made children and young people a last priority. We are Unitarian Universalists, and our religion calls us to teach the young people in our congregation about what it means to be good and faithful you use. The children in our congregation won't be able to learn that if we constantly, consistently, apologies, make religious education planning the responsibility and only the responsibility of those in our congregation who have children. It requires all of us to recognize that parents and children are the future of this congregation and to shift our focus in their direction. Children and their parents are too often an afterthought in our congregation, and that attitude will ultimately doom us. A congregation with a future is a congregation that focuses on nurturing our youth. That means supporting their mothers by not pushing the bulk of children's programming onto them. RE needs to matter to everyone in this congregation, and all of us are responsible for its thriving or for its death. The choice is ours. Let us recognize as we return to the building, again, LOLJK, who will most likely be left out. That's right, it's children and their parents. As Marta Ferguson, blessed be her name, has so wisely said, the young people at the CVUU need to know two things, and they have nothing to do with UU history or polity. The children and youth in our congregation need to know that we are here for them and that we love them. That's it. That's all. It is simple, but I fear that we have failed. Apologies, I took my eyes off. Whew. I fear that we have failed, and not just this year, but historically, to communicate that message to the children and youth in our congregation. I fear, too, that we have failed their parents, especially their mothers. I urge this congregation to take an honest look at our history, to recognize the ways that we have excluded parents and children, and to acknowledge why so many former RE directors left on bad terms, and to address the ways we have behaved that are in direct opposition to the values we espouse as Unitarian Universalists. I urge this congregation to commit to truly nurturing our youth, which means respecting their parents, especially their mothers, and focusing on how to, we can be supportive, nurturing, loving community I know we all want to be. My beloved people, may we undertake the good struggle of building something edifying for everyone, but especially for our children in this beloved community together, because I know that I absolutely cannot do this alone. I am enormously grateful for Pastor Emma's steadfast leadership and undying support of me in all of this as we undertake the slow, deliberate, often painful, and totally exhausting labor of uncovering and remedying this body's wounds. May we not let this moment pass us by with more of the status quo, but instead let us endeavor with passionate efforts towards improvement. We must take particular care to deliberately thank people with zero caveats for the free labor that they provide our congregation. We must never devalue or deny the past wounds that we have inflicted. We must let our children be children. We need to resurrect our efforts to support and welcome our young, busy, and overextended families. This place, the CVUU, should be a refuge where one feels safe and encouraged to be one's truest self, regardless of age. My very fervent, distinctly Mennonite prayer for the CVUU overall 
and our children's religious education in particular, is one for healing and health. May we relentlessly chase after our children's flourishing together. Amen and amen and blessed be. This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org. And you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors to attend our online services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.